one thing you probably noticed when watching the trailer is that there seems to be at least one female protagonist in this game. Is that a good thing, considering the way that these characters are, are portrayed? It's that's that's such a a deceptively like interesting question because mm. so it's so just go oh you just take what you're given and go oh look it's a female protagonist that's great mm. um it's better it's better than just having a if they just made it a, a another male protagonist this would probably be a decent game mm. but when you make a this is making a statement by having a female lead you're saying you can have a female lead but it's going to we're doing it for us we're doing it for men to to enjoy this isn't mm. about doing anything for women giving women any opportunities it's actually about cutting women down by saying look we're going to make this ridiculous sexualized thing plaything for men to laugh at you with and enjoy um so that's 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 my like my gut reaction to it is that this is just it's just a bit shitty really which is a shame because yeah. it looks beautiful it's yeah. a beautiful game it looks like the combat's going to be really good but this is a real just you're making a statement that we don't want women here we only want women that look the way we want them to and do what we tell them to um so this is this feels like it's quite an extreme example of that whereas someone like uh Aloy, for example yeah. we've talked about before she's she's great having a female protagonist in that element because she's it's about it's a strong interesting nuanced female character who's strong in her own right she belongs to herself you just get to uh go on her journey with her um so that's excellent and people go oh that's breaking all the boundaries but we have talked about she is still skinny she is still pretty she is still white yeah that is completely bog standard as like as bland as you can go in terms of go oh we've got a female protagonist give us loads of brownie points and I was, I've said make her a dark dark black skin because mm. when there are black people casting almost anything they tend to be lighter skinned people because they're that's seen as more close to whiteness, more yeah. more beautiful. Um, make her a dark skin woman um, with armpit hair. That would have yeah. that would that would be true groundbreaking um, opportunity for having a female protagonist. So. But just having a female protagonist, it's uh, so it turns out that there can be just bad, mm. bad examples bad that really examples. should just be scrapped. Yeah. 
and yeah. built from the ground up. So that's so, yeah. yes, it's such a, a deceptively interesting question. So it's definitely making me think I'm not 100% sure of my own answer. So I'm just going to talk about what's been going through my head in that I think the characters in this trailer are incredibly unrealistic in the way that they are portrayed, the way their body shapes are, the way they behave, and obviously the fact that they're... I mean, obviously it's obvious that it's a game, it's not real. The characters are lugging around God knows how many weapons and shooting up robots and things, and of course we know that's not real. But does that still impact on the way we think about the fact that these characters are women um, and what that means in the way that they're portrayed? I know I'm rambling, but uh, I, I was trying to compare it in my head to like, okay, yeah, like, I know that Uncharted isn't real. And of course, Nathan Drake is unrealistic as a character because no one's going to go around jumping from cliff to cliff and come out alive and carrying around God knows how many guns again and finding treasure and things. Of course I know that's not real. Um, but do I idolise Nathan Drake? Do I? Potentially, sometimes I may have done when I first started playing the games. I see him as a as a, char- uh, a character in terms of the sense of adventure is something to aspire to. But what does that mean when there's a woman that's overly sexualized? What kinds of what kinds of things will that inspire in the people playing? Will it inspire desires for particular types of women having particular types of bodies? Like just really unrealistic expectations of women? What sorts of things will this spawn? I guess is the question that's now in my head um, and whether that's healthy or not. And in fact, the impact of like gaming characters as a whole, what sorts of impact do they have on players in positive and negative ways? And how much should we be buying into something that at the end of the day isn't real? <laughs> but again, I have rambled probably far too much and those are questions for Perhaps another episode. No, so I do. Be, I do agree. Yeah. It's that yeah. question of the impact that it'll because yeah. this is just the just the the trailer that's impacted yeah. people. Um, so I I just it's not tr- it's some things. It's like <laughs> remember the when the Sonic film, mm. the first yeah. trailer of that, people yeah. roasted Sonic's teeth. The teeth, yeah, his teeth were awful. So yeah. the studio went, oh, my God, they're right. We'll redo we that. Yeah. This is a, a problem of the character of the game developers, their character, mm. which is you, you can't – this isn't a, an error. Like if you back into someone's – if you're driving and you reverse into someone's car, that's an accident. That's an mm. error. But if you drink, drive, and crash into a listening to a podcast where a guy crashed into a an old people's home, into a into a, like a ninety six year old's room, oh gosh, and you go, that's a character flaw. Yeah, that's something. That's something that isn't. You can't call that a mistake because mm. your it's your character that that enabled that, and 
so, so that's why, again, you put it perfectly, the context of around around a game's development, that's mm. vitally important to, to understand. Mm, definitely. Um, so in terms of the characters that we've seen in the trailer, do you think that, that they have a future in gaming? Will we see these types of characters in, say, five, ten years' time? Difficult one. It's a bit of a theoretical question, really. But. Yeah, again, I think I'd, I'll bring it back to um, my uh, ignorance of the uh, like the extent of women's rights and feminism mm. in in Korea in this in this instance. Is this seems like it's a couple of de- there are a couple of decades behind where say. So this is socially speaking. Um, so like in, it feels like a problem we would have had a game that would have been made 20 years ago. Mm. And we would go, oh, it was just the yeah. times. Yeah. Um, we might now, feel quite nostalgic about it, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, it's tricky. But it makes me think of why I'm, I'm optimistic about the world in GM taking, as I always like to bring it back to capitalism, Disney, one of the biggest companies in the world, they're making black little mermaids, people of color everywhere, gay people, lesbians. They'll be having trans people soon. I hope Um, Netflix just fucking an orgy of just the most, ridiculous amount of sex scenes of a mm-hmm. million different kinds mm-hmm. which means that they these massive the biggest companies in the world believe that the future is diverse, diverse. and tolerant mm-hmm. and so that's good but in smaller country in like smaller countries like korea that is not true because a lot of the companies that were just doing that logo Mm. They changed. They changed it all, and the government. Um, uh, the government are supposed to be the referees of social arguments, but the government just aren't aren't doing aren't refereeing no. properly. I wonder if it's also true in bigger countries like Russia, and it just depends on the type of system and. And society that that women are living in, I guess, not to limit it to ge- geographic size of the country, but uh, yeah, no, it made me. It made me think it's kind of you say nostalgia. I, I the mm. word I thought of was retro. It's oh, like yes. it's like it's like retro racism. You think mm. right now, the I'm I'm in love with American football now, and okay. it's like. 80% of the players are black yeah. or mixed race because they're the best athletes they can find. Yeah. And it's the same with um, basketball. Two of the most profoundly popular sports on the planet, um, and the NBA in particular is is like on fire in China. So mm. it's just hundreds of millions of people watching these things. Yeah. And there will still be people who 
who like don't think that black people and white people should go to the same school. Mm. And you think, yeah. dude, we've we're in the yeah. we're in twenty the twenty twenties now. We've got races high we're in advanced racism level. We've we've gone okay, mixed race is fine. Integration is fine. Now people are saying all oh, the the just just more sophisticated levels. That's it. Mm. Sophisticated levels. This is unsophisticated. So you just go, come on, we've we've hashed this out. At least come and be arguing about having oh, but she's we've got a female protagonist, she's she's white and she's mm. she's skinny. That's the kind of problem that we've been talking about. Yeah. And now we're being dragged back. Imagine if Aloy, imagine if Aloy, yeah. if this was Aloy, we'd be mm. having the same conversation, but yeah. we're not because it feels like we have sophisticated, hopefully, this is more advanced permanently. Or mm. if you're or you're seeing in the future, maybe it'll go backwards and we'll see more of this. Yeah, I, I hope not. Yeah, I hope because it's so unrealistic that it's laughable, and that's why I was like, "Is it serious?" I don't know if it's serious because I literally couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> it was so bad, but yeah, no, it's interesting you mentioned that because I was thinking about Lara Croft, obviously one of the most well-known female protagonists, and how she obviously started out with certain proportions, and over the years, in the latest games, they've scaled back those proportions so that Lara's body is a little bit more realistic and natural. Um, very much still white and skinny, but a lot less unrealistic, um, which, again, is hopefully a sign of progression and, and realisation that these things probably aren't OK. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether we continue on that curve of diversity and, and, and sort of more realistic portrayals of characters within games, or if we take a complete U-turn and go completely unrealistic and goodness knows what. But, uh, yeah. You completely, um, uh, I'd forgotten the, it is literally like Lara Croft, mm. the, this is the Lara Croft that they, uh, the fifteen-year-old. I I always feel I yeah. always feel a visceral sense of satisfaction when I think, oh yeah, it's like a fifteen-year-old boy made this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right. I'm right. Um, yeah, the so as as technology got sophisticated, it's if they made a Lara Croft look like that in now. Yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think it would go down well. <laughs> go down well. It wouldn't, no. wouldn't be that. Would just that it would be bad. Bad. Not just. It's shit creativity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's yeah. Good. That that level of talk about none of it's real. Nothing in game is no. real. No. But you can relate to it. And yeah. you could have interesting characters um, of any kind, but when you just do this, that's why Aloy's a little. Aloy isn't disappointing. The developers of Aloy are a little disappointed because 
they have it's you you've played the Horizon Zero Dawn, haven't you? Yeah, but not the sequel. No, played the sequel. Um, the 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 Horizon Zero Dawn is like the I think I said this before. It's like the prologue chapter yeah. of War and Peace, and the Forbidden West is just it's a, a f- absolute technical masterpiece of just pushing the only thing that will beat it is god of war ragnarok i i have no doubt of that it's an absolute technical just something like they went into the future and brought back technology but the design of aloy is from 10 years ago yeah 15 years ago perhaps now 10 years ago where it went from the ridiculous body boobs everything to the slim white pretty girl yeah. instead of the yeah. oh, that's really that's really interesting yeah. the way that the body shape has gone from one shape mm. to another shape indeed i mean i probably have talked about we've talked about it before but the last of us too has gone even further than that and gone into an even more realistic direction like what would a woman look like with muscles let's see what that looks like um, again, both weight still, but <laughs> better than an incredibly athletic, somehow still skinny woman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's, um, they, yeah, they just go, they just go, they're just yeah, they're so close, they're so, so close. Cl- oh, um, unfortunately, the um... although Nadine was quite muscly in Uncharted, Lost Legacy. Reasonably. I mean, in, in Uncharted yes. 4 as well, because she basically kicked Nathan's butt. But, yeah. She's also played by the same actress who plays Abby in The Last of Us. Yes, weirdly enough. There's a, a link, there's a link for you, unbeknownst to me. They're both made, by, uh, they're both made by the same company. They are not. Mm. Yeah. 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 I've, yeah, that completely, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> See, we've been out of the game so long, we have, we have to get back into this thing, you know. This is the thing. It was interesting, something struck me when you said about how you can play a character that's completely unrealistic and how much more you can invest in a character that you can relate to and invest in a game that you can relate to. When you play a character like the ones in Stella Blade, um, it's so unrealistic that it's... Um, I lost my time, but basically it's not going to mean you can't much connect to it. No, exactly. You can't connect to it in the same way you connect to a character whose story was perhaps similar to your own and or looked a little bit like you um, or struggles with the same things as you, say, in the story game. Um, for this game, it's just going to be quick, breezy, uh, action, sexy playthrough. And that's what you're playing it for is all the sex and the violence. And that's it. It's like a crappy movie basically <laughs> that you watch for a good time but it's not like one that you'll come back to again and again unless you, you like crappy action movies in which case all power to you I suppose but, um, yeah in terms of emotional investment and meaningfulness this game is probably not one of them judging by the trailer one thing that I completely I sort of breeze past on only really um taking into account now um this is a 
a PlayStation exclusive that Sony uh-huh. itself has um, taken under its wing. Mm-hmm. So this isn't an independent game studio. Sony looked at this and went, yes, this is what we want. That's a good point. Which is not oh, great. Not so good. Um, another thing, I'm just going to take take some more shots at The Last of Us Part 2 because uh, um, the develop So it, The Last of Us Part 2 is one of the most extraordinary games I've ever played. Definitely in my top five of games I've ever played. It changed me. It, I am. I was a different person as a result of going through that experience. Um, and the the central part of that is the cycle of violence between. Um, so you've got one one camp called the Wolves and another camp called the Scars, and they are in this perpetual conflict where they torture each other they mutilate each other they hang each other just this cycle of brutality and that that felt so real and powerful um but then the developer said that he 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 seems to think that every like um every conflict is based on each side having a an unresolved trauma and that the conflict persists because neither of them address their trauma. And so it's just this cycle. Um, yeah. Um, and that sounds really, that sounds really good. Sounds really, sounds right. Um, but he uses the example of, a real life example um, of Israel and Palestine, and saying that oh, they're just they're just two sides with with trauma that they're just enacting on each other. It's completely neutral. When, but then you have to look at Israel has all of the power. It has the backing of America, Britain. Well, the wealthiest countries back Israel. America gives hundreds of millions of dollars worth of arms to Israel, and this guy thinks it's it's ah, they're just two neutral sides trapped in a cycle. When he he ignores another example would be the British Empire, which is a really good time for us to be talking about like monarchies and hereditary privilege at the moment. Um, it's like saying, oh, the IRA and the British Army fighting each other. Just, oh, they're just they just two sides that hate each other. Britain was trying to own Ireland. If you've got one side that is trying to colonize another side, colon- colonization isn't a result of trauma. It's a result of taking other people's shit. <laughs> yeah. And so he... That's another area that he completely misses the point of it. And the fact that he's using Israel and Palestine, that is a an incredibly like misguided button topic yeah. to talk about. Because whenever you yeah. mention it, you'll see you'll see really, really quickly that people become very polarized on it. Mm. Um and 
just from from everything that I've seen and everything I understand, Israel is just they're like an occupier of of Palestine, and it it just it's one of those things that makes you feel like, am I insane that I that I that's what I can see and hear with my own eyes? Because I think that's especially if you're bringing it back to feminism, that's what a lot of women feel just like we're hearing and seeing and living our experiences. And then yeah. people tell us that well, yeah, it's, it's just not a, happening. It's yeah. just an ass. That's not, you're, yeah. you're not, you're, you don't believe your eyes and ears. <laughs> and yeah. so that's another area where it, they try and make you, they try and send you mad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I need to not go so far down rabbit holes. No, no. We'll try and uh, make sure we don't do that for the next episode. But yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people telling people to calm down about the fact <laughs> that these characters are so unrealistic and horribly, horribly portrayed, and that it's no big deal when actually it's probably not something that we should be celebrating in any way. Mm. Um, which, which I think brings us towards the end of the episode quite neatly. Um, I don't think I had... Did I have any more questions? No. I don't think I have any more questions. So unless you had any extra bits you wanted to mention that, we can draw draw tonight's episode to a close. I think I've managed to <laughs> exercise all the yeah. shit that I've, I've absorbed over the last few hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was been it's been really insightful and a really interesting chat for sure. We definitely explored things that I didn't think we were going to explore, which is the beauty of a podcast like this. And I would never have. Things. I would never. This would never have crossed my vision. No. With and yeah. I would never have. No, the, immediately I saw it. I said we must discuss it mm. here on Gaming the System. So I'm really glad we could have a chat and we'd be really interested to know everyone else's thoughts. If you have any, you can comment on our YouTube video or like just basically let us know on social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook um, and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can give us five star ratings if you've enjoyed listening or watching, please. And please do let us know if you have any thoughts about the Stellar Blade trailer about the portrayal of women in games generally. Anything you might want us to know about, just let us know and we'd love to hear from you. Um, I'm not sure when this episode's going out, but usually we do something on Thursdays. Is that right, Matt? It's been a little while, so yeah. <laughs> we're a bit rusty. But soon there'll be new content coming to your eyes and ears from Gaming the System and we're super excited to be back and we've got lots in the works coming your way as well. So we look forward to that. Is there anything else I've forgotten to mention about liking and subscribing? Yes, please like and subscribe also. Yes. I'll just sign off by saying Stellar Blade is an awesome title. It's it's an interesting title. Project Eve is also an interesting title, which has connotations, so perhaps that's why they changed it. Who knows? If anyone knows the reason, let us know, (laughs) because we'd love to know. All right, well, I think... That is an hour, basically. So I'm going to say goodbye, and you're going to say goodbye, Matt, and we'll see you all again soon. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.